0: Happy Mindset Monday, everyone. It is your girl Shia Thousand here, and this is the WellFit Lab podcast, a weekly conversation with your burnout coach, myself, about all things mental health and personal wellness to prevent stress and overcome burnout, to live life with intention. Today's conversation is going to be really good. I want to encourage you to go grab a cup of tea, get a pen and paper, and join me in the lab. I'll see you in there. Hey guys, so thanks for tuning in to another episode of the WellFit Lab podcast. Can you believe this is episode 16? You guys have been rocking with me for the last three months. And I know it sounds crazy because episode 16, we only release weekly, but we dropped four episodes our first week. So it has been a journey. And I just wanna thank you, thank you, thank you for rocking with me for these 16 episodes, these last 12 weeks, going hard, listening, tuning in, responding, telling me how you like the show. I really just appreciate it. So shout out to you for tuning in. And I just thank you. Can't thank you enough. So this is kind of bittersweet and it's so interesting. Um, I really started this and didn't expect it to kind of be a bittersweet thing, but it is. I started the podcast and it's something that I've been wanting to do for the last few years and I have not done it. And it's something that was on my heart for a while and it's probably been about two years. I had a podcast previously with one of my friends and when that ended, I was like, you know, I really want to do a solo show. But I really wasn't sure what I wanted to talk about. And I knew I wanted to be wellness. I wanted to talk about God. But how do I do that in the context of a show without kind of boring you and don't want to bore you? So there's a couple of things I learned in doing my solo show over the course of the last few months. Um, As I prepared and selected guests down to my research, I think the big aha might have been The art of going with the flow. So I'm going to drop that one first. The art of going with the flow. And it's not always easy when you have a plan for what you want. Then someone drops a gem and it's like, how could I not explore that? How could we not dig a little bit deeper? Or someone drops a gem and I'm like, "Ah, I didn't even think about that to even talk about that or explore that in the show. So like, let's go. And. That's kind of what this whole process has been like for me over the last few weeks where it's been a lot of ahas between my research, between speaking with guests. It's just been like, wow, okay. Um, One of the big things, too, is like, wow, I could do it. Okay, you could do it. I talk a lot. I talk a lot, a lot. If you know me, you know I talk a lot. But I don't like to talk and not have useful information or um, a nugget that someone can walk away with, or some feeling that they can walk away with, so this was very different in putting this show together, and just getting people to be on it, who kind of aligned with the vision that I had for the show, which I think I did a really good job for, um, for my first season, and I'm gonna come, okay, so we're gonna say, five lessons learned while podcasting that's we're just gonna jump right into it um like I said I think I learned a lot but I'm gonna give you these lessons the aha moment was the bonus um and the art of going with the flow that was the bonus I didn't even give you the five lessons so the five lessons lesson one have a plan I wanted this so bad for so long that I kind of kept thinking like oh I could just do it but then I'm like but how so um The Bible, Habakkuk 2, 2, speaks about writing the vision down and making it plain. And that scripture is in context to the vision that God gave the prophet, but it's usually referred to in writing your goals down. And that is something that I did. I like wrote this show out in lots of details. (laughs) And I wrote the format out. I wrote different formats out. And then I chose my format then I went deeper and brought out an outline, different topics, my guests, um, what the solo shows would look like, what the interview shows would look like, what season one would look like, even what season two would look like. I knew I wanted to keep doing it, so I wanted to be prepared for the next season. And the cool thing about it is when you have a plan and um, you just leave space for God to move, he does. So I reached out to so many guests to be a part of this show and a lot of people said yes which was dope but then a lot of people said not right now and or they said um unfortunately I'm not doing it or they just didn't get back to me and I think one thing that I've been learning and getting more comfortable with as I've gotten older is not being attached to the outcome and not necessarily going with the flow, because I don't like the idea of going with the flow as you are an active participant in your own life, but I do understand that you have to allow room for God to move. And so not being attached to that outcome and leaving room for God to move, I've been able to have virtually everybody I wanted on the show or who was supposed to be on the show was on the show this first season. Then those who said not right now, I love that the way they said not right now. So this was all a part of my learning from lesson one, have a plan. So the way they said not right now was not right now, but circle back in a few months. And that was beautiful, right? Because it's not an outright no. And I think that they also believed in what I was doing, what they saw, what they read about the show, that they would even give me that. So it's like, wow, okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm going to circle back. And as we're closing out this season, I've already begun to circle back. And people have already begun to give me dates, which is just so, so dope. But if I didn't have a plan, none of that could have happened. Because without a plan, I'd have been trying to wing it. I wouldn't have had um, any idea or um, just listening to the the Holy Spirit just say, leave space for God. I would have been so attached to the outcome, and I might have taken people's no's pretty harshly. I might have gotten caught up in, oh my gosh, this person isn't available. What am I going to do? Because I didn't have a plan. I didn't have backups for when people said no. I didn't send out enough invitations or um, just requests so that if people did say no, I would have kind of been stuck. And I wasn't stuck at all. It got to the point where actually early on before I even launched the podcast— I had already did 3 interviews and that was really dope and then as it was going I knew the format was going to be one week an interview, one week a solo show, one week an interview. So by the time I was done, I literally am now recording and I did my last interview weeks ago and that's awesome. I I'm in a place where things are completed and I kind of procrastinated on this episode. I'm not going to say I even kind of. I am recording right now and it's like one o'clock in the morning and I procrastinated because it's bittersweet. I kind of didn't want to close it out. I kind of didn't want to um, end it, but it needs to end. It's season one and that's okay. So have a plan because when you have a plan and you leave space for God to move, that's exactly what he does. So that's lesson one. Lesson two, systems matter. Oh my gosh. So you always hear people say automate when it comes to your business, automate your savings, automate, automate, automate. Have a system in place. And for me, what that system looked like was I needed to have a guest form for people to fill out when I was requesting them to be on the show. And I created that like at the very beginning, at the inception. I'm like, okay, this form needs to include pivotal information. I need to allow them to schedule themselves. They can tell me when they're available. They can also um, put their topic of expertise because I may have one thing in mind for them and I may see something in their um, expertise that kind of makes me like, oh, let's dig into that. And that's exactly what it did. So it was really great that I sent it to people and they may have not filled it out until like two or three weeks later, but because it was there, it wasn't a matter of me going back and forth via email with people. It wasn't a matter of me missing emails or forgetting to reply, which I have a tendency to do, because I will start an email and then it will be sitting in draft and I don't even remember that I didn't hit send. So to all those listening, if you have done that, you are not alone. Give yourself grace. For all those who have um, gotten late emails from me, and I have said, I am so sorry. This was actually sitting in draft. <sighs> forgive me. It happens, and I do apologize. And in my heart, I replied on time. In my head, I replied on time. That send button's a little tricky sometimes, though. So please forgive me. But having that system in place allowed me the freedom to, once they submitted the form back, I moved all the information in the form into a dropbox which is a system in place, because it took the guesswork out of everything for me and it made it so seamless and even sharing with my social media person information it just made it so much easier because i didn't have to look for anything everything was exactly where it was supposed to be and even if i didn't remember to put it in the dropbox it was on the form so all i had to do is go back to the form i didn't have to search any emails but i was able to get what i needed. So. Lesson two, systems matter. Have a system in place for your show, for your communication, because it can make a world of difference and you're missing a guest reply or you're missing guest information because you were sitting here just looking for emails. So, lesson three, it takes a team and... I say that because for myself, it was just me doing it. My first solo show, it was just me doing it. I had a social media person helping me and she did the graphics. But when it came to like interviews and questions and um, producing, editing, my editing is, I'm getting better at it, but all of that was all me. And yes, I'm using an app that allows me to do it um, pretty easily, but all of that was all me. So one thing that I recognize is every single person that I had on a show, I think except for maybe one or two, so I'm I'm lying when I say every single, okay. So out of probably 12 guests or 10 guests, um, eight of them had a team. And everybody had an assistant. Everybody's assistant was able to get me everything I needed. And to truly be productive to the levels in which we all aspire to be and not burn burnout, uh, hustle, culture, grind, culture type productive. No, productive where you could get your rest, productive where you don't feel overwhelmed, productive where you have some people supporting you getting your rest, productive where things are still getting done when you are not even in the mix. It takes a team. And kudos to everyone who is getting things done with a team. Because we are so much more productive when we have people helping us. Um, and it's, it's game-changing. It really, really is game-changing. So if you are trying to do anything great, know you need a team. You truly do. And as a solopreneur, it may seem um, like, well, I just I got to do it by myself. And that's not always the case. And it does lead to burnout that much faster. And granted, I know we're all not in a position to have a team yet. However, as I said in lesson one, have a plan, plan to build a team to be your best at whatever it is you are striving to do, to hit your numbers, to hit your goals, to hit, make an impact in a major way. Um, just in life and society and in the kingdom, there's no part of this journey where God wants us to just be operating in silos by ourselves we have come here to um, bear witness and glorify him and spread the gospel and part of that is having a team to do that like you can do it as an individual but you're going to meet people along the way that help you in your journey Um, what Paul had uh, Timothy like you're going to need people and we're not one of us is meant to live this life and do this life by ourselves so as you're planning Plan the areas where may not be your ministry and have a team in those areas. Social media is not my ministry. Like I'm I'm learning, but it's definitely not my ministry. So I had someone supporting me and that's okay. Know where and when you need support and then know how to ask for support as well. Have a team. Because I think all these individuals, their success and um, their productivity in their success has been a result of them just being gifted with their God-given talent and abilities and their um, ambition, as well as their their curiosity to learn. But in addition to that is their ability to have a team supporting them. Everyone wants to be Beyonce. Beyonce is not doing it all by herself. Beyonce has a team. So you really want to be Beyonce? Build a team into your plan. All right. That's lesson three. Lesson four, you cannot wing it. I don't care what you say. You can't wing it. Winging it ain't it. Um, I say that because sometimes when you have conversations with people and they may not have the background or they may not have um, the knowledge base, you can tell. Even in interviews, um, I'm a recruiter by day and so many people, (laughs) I schedule interviews and they're just not ready to talk to me. You can't wing it. Be prepared. Not just do you need to have a plan, but you need to do your research. You need to be prepared to have a level of conversation with individuals, especially if you think you're going to learn something. If you want to learn something, you got to be prepared. Um, I was reading up on everyone that I interviewed. I did some research on them. I came ready with questions that were relevant to what they were either recently dealing with, have dealt with in the past, future goals. I think it's really important to not wing it. Do yourself, um, do yourself justice by doing the actual work and not just trying to jump into any one thing. And it's a matter of, I have a picture in front of me right now, and it's a matter of being curious and not judgmental. Um, judgmental when it comes to others and yourself. You don't know it all, and that's okay. Do the research. Learn the information so that when you're having conversation with people, it shows you care. It shows you put effort into it. You're ne- you didn't just come to the table with, um, with preconceived notions on who they are and um, just what the media says they are. You actually did some digging. People notice that, and I think people value that. So don't wing it. Lesson five, know your content, which goes back to, You can't wing it. Like, know what you're talking about. If you want to be an expert in anything, you have to do your research. I am a burnout coach. I am constantly reading articles on stress. I'm constantly reading um, some form of study on stress, burnout, how it impacts our body, how it is um, attributed to our health, especially within the Black community. What does that look like? Does it? How does it look when? We don't get adequate um, medical attention. How does it look when we are not speaking to therapists? How does that show up in our life? How does that show up in our health? That's important to me, but I need to know my content if I'm going to deliver that content. So, and even being on this show, everything that I wanted to talk to you guys about has been around mental health and wellness, preventing stress, burnout, overcoming burnout. And everyone that's been a guest on here, they've dealt with it to some degree, Either stress or wellness, mental health, or overcoming burnout, or just health in general to some degree. And in me doing my research on them, I knew what to ask to kind of dig a little bit deeper into those areas, which is why I was able to say, wow, the aha is going with the flow because I might have asked the question, but I didn't know the answer. And not knowing the answer left the room and door open to. Then being surprised, but then also leading into another segue of conversation, which was something I wasn't prepared for. And I went with the flow with it. Uh, many a times I had one idea of what the show would look like and it transpired to be something very different because of a aha moment. So when you know your content, you can leave room for that as well. You're not just winging it. You have a plan and you're prepared. But if you're not prepared and you don't know your content, none of this matters. It doesn't matter how much of a plan you have if you don't do any research. It doesn't matter how much of a plan you have if you don't have any um, systems in place. You don't know any of your stuff. All these things don't matter. I think number five might be the most important Um, because winging it's just not good, right? So we have established that. But if you don't know your content, then all of this is for naught. And you're just going to be speaking out into thin air and maybe someone will catch it. Maybe someone won't. But the more concrete you are or um, prepared you are in your content knowledge, then people can see and hear that through what you're communicating and what you're relaying in your message through the podcast, through the interview, through all of the conversation. So know your content. Um, Those are my five lessons learned while podcasting. And I gave you the bonus up front. So I just want to thank you guys for tuning in so much. Um, I appreciate it. If you got something to add that you got out of this and your lessons learned throughout these 16 episodes this first season, please feel free, drop it in um, my comments, find me on Instagram, leave a review of the show, tell me how you like it, let me know what's going on. Season two is going to be dropping in September, on September 13th. I would love to hear how you guys like season one, what you want me to change, what you want me to add, who you want me to talk to. Let's get into it. Talk to me in your comments. Um, Find me on Instagram, a 1000 And I can't wait to do this again with you next season. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for your encouragement on my page. Um, Until next time, you be well, you be blessed. And I hope you stay within good mental health as we navigate this thing called life. And make sure you leave the door open for prayer and for God to move. And when you are praying, you'll be able to see what he does in your life. Be encouraged today. Until next time, season two, September 13th. Bye, guys.